This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to you by our good folks at Bonneville Broadcasting. We are down here in Midtown Phoenix at the KTAR studios. My name is Rob McDade. I'm a captain and a public information officer. My co-host, Ali Pardee, is our public information specialist, um, communications director, uh, teams meeting extraordinaire, reels creator, Just social about media. anything and everything there's that a lot of titles. has positive things that go along with it. That's what I do. That is good. <laughs> and and our guest today is a good friend of ours, and he also has a bunch of titles. Many hats. Yes. One title, of course, is he's a captain paramedic with the Phoenix Fire Department. He is also our recruitment officer which if you are a recruitment officer at this time of year, it's aching to working at Bed Bath & Beyond in 1998 right before <laughs> Christmas. Right? This is the time, right? This is the big time. Joe Huggins is here. Joe, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Is that a good uh, a, a good uh, overview of if you're the recruitment officer, there is a lot going on right now, and we are close to D-Day, aren't we? We are in full swing. Everything is up and running, and everybody's running around with 13,000 jobs, and we're looking for good people. That's yep. awesome. So uh, circle your calendars, everybody, because Joe has got some important dates for you. If you know somebody that wants to be a firefighter, if you yourself believe that you want to be a firefighter, this is either a lifelong dream or you've been seeing a lot of our uh, recruitment activity in our social media, now is the time. Why don't we get right to those dates and then we'll, we'll do it at the end of the show in case people want to write it down. So what are the important dates we need to know about right now? The important dates would be August 15th, which is Monday. That is when the applications open. So what you would need to do is... You can go to our site website and we'll have a click a link that you can click and it'll take you automatically to the city of Phoenix employment website. Or you can just go to their website, look for a firefighter recruit. You click on that and it'll take you to the a form section and you can fill out that application to be a firefighter. When you fill out that application, that also provides a link to our study guide for our study guide. There are 70 questions that come directly from that study guide. So that's a very important piece. They're right of, there for you. Yeah, right mm-hmm. there. Verbatim right. out of that book. <laughs> so you should at least get a 70 on the test. The other 30 questions are uh, reading comprehension, mechanical aptitude, and mathematics. And so that application process will be open for two weeks. And once that two weeks is up, that application process closes. When you sign up, that automatically signs you up for the written test. So you'll have to give information, you'll have to give email and such, and that's how we will contact you to give you information on the written test, which will be given on September 13th. So roughly about a month. Correct. We give you about a month to study that guide. and uh, Best of luck. (laughs) Right. The 13th, you come in, take the test, and we'll go from there. That's how we'll make the, the list for interview processes and we'll move accordingly after that. So that website that he is referring to is phoenix.gov forward slash fire. You won't be able to miss it at the top of the page. We've been working hard on that webpage. I know <laughs> that it is flashy. It is attractive. You can't miss it. So like Captain Huggins had said, you know, everything can be found on our website, phoenix.gov forward slash fire. And on top of that, you can't miss it on social media. We will be posting about it. We will be linking to it. So stay hyper vigilant if you want to learn more about that. 
And we would expect folks that we're that close to where the folks that are listening to this, there might be somebody that's been thinking about it and they might say, well, is this the time to do it? So I'll address those people first. You do need to have a um, current EMT certification. That's correct. And then is it during, and you can get those at our local community colleges. All of them offer them. I took mine through PVCC in 1999. And uh, Glendale Community College. Yes, dating Uh, yourself, Captain McDade. I am. I was seven when I got hired. So (laughs) I'm just hitting the 30s right now. It feels good. Uh, Yes. Uh, There is a, so let's look at those three components, right? There is a written component. There is a physical agility, but we call it the CPAT. And you, you also get that independently. Correct. Outside And again, these are all things you can Google. How do I get my EMT certification? How do I get my Arizona CPAT? And then after all of that, then we have, so we've got the, then the oral interview and we call that, that's where you get hired. Mm -hmm. So those are the components. So if you are locked in and you've been circling this on your calendar, we're telling you information you knew. So for those folks, get excited because we're almost there. The written is your ticket to get everything moving forward. But let's talk about what these folks are applying for. I'd like to, if we don't mind, just do three minutes or here, the career firefighter. So Allie Pardee is a spouse of a firefighter. Her husband, Chris, is a firefighter paramedic with the Phoenix Fire Department. Um, and we like to talk about that it's it's not a job. This is a career because right. you're joining a family. Yes. And the expectation is, as I enter my 22nd year, Joe, you're coming up on 15. two decades yep. in the in public safety, but right. 15 with us. And Allie, you guys are just starting your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe how about you? Why don't you lend us a little bit of the 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 journey to get hired and then going through the academy, but but then the rewarding side of the job, being part of a family and a career. Well, I mean, just to briefly synopsize how it is, I mean, when Chris and I met, it was he was hired by the department. He was redshirting. So for those that don't know what that is, he's been hired and he's waiting to go into the fire academy and he's working for the department and assisting as a, you know, preparing for his next yes. step and we we looked at you know our where we were at I was early on in my career at KTAR being a reporter and I very much so prioritized my career and I knew what he he had tried for so long to get hired by the department and we said okay you know let's be patient and if we really do like each other maybe this will work <laughs> out so I didn't see him for about 16 weeks or so but um, you know to see how hard he had worked and was dedicated to that and the friends that he made in that fire academy and his recruit training officer is still a close friend of ours those are friends that we have for life and um you know fast forward four years almost later we we still have those same friends i now work for the department you can't not be embraced with it like a family and obviously everyone has their own experience and story but it's not just a family environment i mean it's always a family environment but at the end of the day it's it's a very unique lifestyle Mm -hmm. it's it's a career and it's a family but it's a i would say it's a very unique lifestyle in the sense of, you know, I came home last night and I saw our our refrigerator full of groceries and Chris tells me that he pre-shopped for the, <laughs> the station so he could cook dinner on shift. And, awesome. you know, those are just things where right. people don't understand. They all cook and they go to work for 24 hours. Yeah. And they they shop together. They cook together. They do everything together. So it is unique. And there are certain aspects that some folks might not, you know, understand or resonate with. But at the end of the day, it's so rewarding 
rewarding and what you can get out of it and being able to serve people and meet people. And, you know, you guys obviously probably know better than I, but I see it in a different perspective. But, you know, it, I would say that it's it definitely pays off. <laughs> Joe, when you look, that was a great story, by the way. And I, Chris is an awesome firefighter. Great. Yeah, he's getting great. <laughs> ready to get off his uh, rescue time and get back on Big Red, the Big Red fire truck. So I'm excited for him. Mm-hmm. Joe, you've been doing this for a little while. Yes. When you look at those candidates, and I think my favorite day is knowing that uh, somebody will give me a call uh, and say, hey, we hired five of the uh, cadets that we had in a program and I'm so excited for them because I remember that phone call to this day that hey would you like to be a part of the Phoenix Fire Department we're going to continue this process and you're now in a firefighter recruit that's a, an amazing day how do the those folks that get to that phone call that that get that Phoenix Fire says we want you where do you think their success lies and I know there's a lot of areas that we can look at for what makes a successful candidate but in your eyes, if you're on an oral board and you're looking at those uh, men and women that are applying for the job, what sticks out to you? What I always tell every candidate, and I, ch- I would challenge you to speak with anyone that's come through a board that I've sat on. And if I went and got them and brought them in the room, I always stop right before we walk in the room and I just kind of give them a little pep talk because I've been there and I tell them, I go, hey. Everybody that you see wearing one of these blue shirts has been where you're standing mm-hmm. right now. Everybody. Nobody just gets a pass to come no in. Rides. Everybody has to go through this process. Everybody. The fire chief's uh, children have gone through Everybody. it. Everybody. Alan Brutacini's children went through it. Yeah. And they I had to take them, the test. That's right. And I tell them, I said, what we want to know from you is who you are going to be every third day on that red fire truck that says Phoenix on the side. That's what we're looking for. We know about the history of the Phoenix Fire Department. We know how many trucks and how many stations. We know all of that. We don't know you. This is the time for us to get to know you. And I know it's a short amount of time, but it can be done. So we want to know who you are on that fire truck because we are going to spend the next 25 plus years of our lives with you as part of our family. So we want to know who we're getting. And that's, that that is that's the nuts and bolts of it. That's pretty cool. I mean, at the end of the day, I know I can only imagine how intimidating that process is. And, you know, I, I was working on a video the other day with um, engineer Roy Lewis, and he was talking about he remembered when my husband was wait, trying to get hired and he sat down with him at station 25 and he said, I remember what your husband was wearing. He was wearing a sweater. He came into 25. He looked like he had the fear of God on his face and he was going through questions with us. And Roy just sat there and said, you know, I remember how I was treated when I was trying to get hired and how badly I wanted it and how nervous I was. And he then did the same for Chris and tried to help him and give him his advice. And I think it goes to show, you know, the heart and the tradition and the culture of Phoenix of, you know, you want to leave this place better than you found it. You want to have the next generation of men and women that are compassionate customer servers, you know? Right. Uh, and I love that story that you tell, Joe. I've been fortunate. I sat on one board on the first round boards uh, early on as a new captain right. for myself. And I would give this advice to those. And I would, if you're listening to this and wondering if it is, we want to know who you are. And I always listen to 
are you a neighbor I want to live next to? Meaning, do you want to help out, right? Because if you don't have that in you, because you're going to get up at two o'clock in the morning and you're going to have to make a difference in somebody's life and you have to have that empathy and you have to have that, I, I want to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the neighbor that I come back and says, hey, I look like you were working an extra shift. I put your garbage cans on the side of your yard for you. Hey, we saw there was, you know, whatever, there was some storm damage. We knew you were at the station. That So those are neighbors that I work with and I think that's what they want in return. We want good people in our community that got to make a good difference. And so I would say, be yourself, tell us who you are and tell us why that you want to make a difference in your community. Cause it's a different and unique job. I, I call it service excellence. And yep. the and I put the stamp on it, going that extra mile with not being told to do so. Yeah. That's it. That's self energy. So, well, we knew it would go yeah. quick again. Uh, fe- uh, Phoenix.gov slash fire. Go out, just Google. Phoenix Fire Department hiring services. August 15th, applications open, written test September 13th. Outstanding. Joe, thank That's you it. for joining thank us. You guys for having me Allie, again. thanks for being, an, as always, a fantastic co host. And thank all of you for joining us. This is Valley Watch, and we want to thank Bonneville Broadcasting and the good folks at KTAR. Have a great rest of your day.